We hit the bacon, then we took out all these fucking ones. See, I'm the guy that's one. No, I'm not the one one, but I'm a fucking turn up until I see them on the sun. Set that tiger bone, got the henny up. <laughs> Blow the bitches like I'm blowing through some cleanness. No more pussy for bitch. Cause y'all fucking up These bitches fucking on each other Man's another Real still here Come get Yo What's good? What is going on? We finally fixed those audio issues I am happy Everyone in the chat says they can hear the audio So that's good So what's what's going on everybody? I don't care what they think <laughs> Special guest today We got uh, Eli Halpern What's going on? That was a great intro. Oh, you liked it. That's yeah. good. Do you do that every time or do you mix it up? Uh, when we go live, we put the intro in there. Those are all my favorite 9-11 jokes. Well, are we live right now? We are live right now on oh, YouTube. Oh, shit. Yeah. Let me, let me make sure. Yeah, we we got some people in here so far. I, I like to have it. I like to do the intro. Gives people a chance to get into the show and into the chat. So, like, they don't miss anything. Dude, 9-11 jokes are definitely the way to get started. Yeah. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey... He was he was the person that did the first uh, 9-11 joke after 9-11. It was like maybe a week later. <laughs> he did it like a week after the attacks. Yeah, that's You're that's like an integral part of comedy. Going down the train. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're, we're, we're still getting used to that. We have a, a soundboard now. Mm. Yeah, we, we got soundboards. We got everything. We got like the last time Eli was on the show, we we uh, we were literally recording from my phone. <laughs> Now yeah, we were sucking dick for just data. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now, now we, we have, have chairs. We have to really turn things around. We have. It's just so beautiful to see you grow. <laughs> Thank you. We're, it's like the drinking bros rejects are over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. We 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 can. Uh, we're talking about doing a a podcast. The smoking sisters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, where did the crack cousins? Crack cousins. That'd be good. But we'd be trans, though, right? Suck a guy's cock. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So how how's everything going? What uh, did we were we were talking about this before you came on? You you won your last fight. Yeah, yeah. I won a, a Muay Thai fight. I punched this guy in the face a lot, and I won. Congratulations. Have, have you ever been knocked out? Uh, yes. From behind. Oh, really? Was this a was this like a like? martial arts or was this just like in a street fight no well i wouldn't call it a street fight because i didn't know that someone was trying to fight me i just had someone ran up behind me and punched me in the back of the head and knocked me out oh wow on two separate occasions oh did were you the second time i was able to catch myself but i, I like it knocked me out but then i woke up and in time to catch myself okay and then the first time i just got knocked out cold completely okay I've never been knocked out. I've been hit with the football helmet before because I got when I was in high school. We got into this big brawl, and one of the guys was on the football team, and he got his helmet and he started smashing me in the back of the head. But I have, a, I have a hard head, so it didn't knock me out. Go home to mommy. <laughs> go home to mommy. You ever taken Xanax before? You ever uh, taken like a lot of Xanax? No, in no. One sitting? Uh, not a lot, but I guess a lot. And then, and then wake up and you're like, what happened? Xanax feel, feels like that one. You shouldn't take a lot of that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I did take enough for it. When I, I, I went to sleep, when I woke up, I couldn't believe how long I slept. Yeah, so <laughs> getting knocked out is like that, but shorter. Oh, okay. Oh. But there is something I would like to share with you guys. Yes. That I think you'd be very intrigued by. So I did Muay Thai in Thailand. I was in Thailand for a few months. I've mm -hmm. been back for like 52 days now, which also is how long I've been sober for. 
<coughs> Very good. Congratulations. Approximately. Yeah, sober from everything. People are like, wait, no weed? And I'm like, no, sober. Like, well, no mushrooms? No, sober. Just nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll hit a nicotine pen here and there. Caffeine is all right. I'm not Mormon sober. Yeah. But I'm, I don't, I'm not going to take anything that's going to make me happy. That's mm-hmm. my rule. Yeah. Because then I have to seek that happiness in real life. And that keeps me productive. And then when I'm productive enough, then I'm proud of myself. And when I'm proud of myself, I feel happy to the point where I don't even need drugs. Mm-hmm. So, and then that lets me feel like I'm better than other people, which is really <laughs> the goal here. You, you know, I'm in a bar with a bunch of people that all need substances to be happy. I'm like, bro, I'm already there. That's <laughs> great, man. Me, me I, I, it's hard for me to quit anything. I just rely on cock size. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I know I'm better than everyone else. Yeah. I, I just think narcissism is the greatest reason to be sober. Yeah. Just to be like, my brain is so superior, I don't even need <laughs> external chemicals. But so I was doing Muay Thai in Thailand, and I spent some some time in Bangkok, which is one of the most heavily populated cities. People are packed in like sardines, just skyscrapers as far as the eye can see. So much traffic, sidewalks packed. There's people, and they're poor, and they're everywhere. But there's no crime. There's mm. no crime. You can walk around. There's no black people there? <laughs> there there are black people. Okay. There is crime. There are black people, and they are selling drugs. <laughs> but they're not robbing people. There's no one getting robbed. There's no one getting stabbed or shot. And even if you're like a tiny woman at like 4 a.m., you can just walk around by yourself. You're safe. And I think that's due to two reasons. Number one, they do not have the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. So people in America will say like, well, an open discourse is necessary and fundamental part of democracy. Mm-hmm. We need to debate and have open debates and hear both sides. And I don't really agree with that anymore mm-hmm. because you think of even the, the, the division that politics have created in this country are kind of like the backbone of why everyone's upset. Yeah. When you're disagreeing with the other side of a party, that that creates, you know, then you get upset. People get upset. But th- those don't even take place in person, usually. Mm-hmm. But what does take place in person is people agreeing on how much they hate the yeah. government. Yeah, there, there used to be, like, like the gray area. There used to be more of a gray area that everyone would just agreed was sort of, like, a neutral zone. But now it's a thing now where there is no gray area. It's like people are on one side or the other. Like, no one's in the middle of abortion. No one's like, oh, it's rather you are or you aren't. Yeah. And that's how people are applying that to speech now, which is stupid. Yeah. It makes me want to vomit. Well, but even if people agree, even if both people are talking shit about the president mm-hmm. and they're both agreeing on it, they're both agreeing, they're still getting upset. They're still pissing themselves off. Yeah. Everyone gets really emotional about, about stuff like that where, I mean... I don't remember that being the case when I was young unless people were drinking. Yeah. And even then, like, people in, like, old fucking crusty liberal dudes and, like, Bay Area bars would just say their piece and agree to disagree. And now it's just like, we need to shut this business down for having people speaking hate speech in it. It's it's stupid. So when they're using that as an arguing point, like, they're trying to take our free speech, and then we're not going to be able to talk shit about the government. Would you want to live in a world like that, where you can't all talk shit about the government? And after you go to Thailand, it's like, yeah, that would be nice, actually. You go to prison <laughs> if you talk shit about the king. And 
it doesn't seem like a problem. Which makes sense, because what's the point of being a king if some fucking peasant can talk shit? Yeah. You need, yeah. You need to flex your king muscle. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're a president, then it's like, okay, well, half the country <laughs> is going to talk shit because it's their right. But what if they didn't have the right to that? Be like, no, 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 I won. And you can't talk shit about me. Otherwise, you're going to feel why I'm in charge and you're not. I respect that kind yeah. of power. Yeah, people talk shit on dictators, but I, I can't think of a better situation to be in. Dude, it works. Democracy doesn't work. It's never worked before. So, like, they're like, we're, they're trying to take away our democracy. Like, so, like, it's not a democracy, first off. Second of all, it's never worked. Like, these, just look at the history. Uh, where, where was democracy invented? It was in Greece. Uh, in Greece. You know how long democracy was around? It was like 10 years. <laughs> That's crazy. So, 10 years. Really? And then uh, um, what's what's the famous philosopher um, from Greece? Socrates. Socrates. Stavros Halkius. <laughs> Stavros. <laughs> so they te- they he he was like they it was like mob rule, and he was like t- trying to teach the kids how to think for themselves, and they fucking arrested him and killed him. That's harsh. That's democracy. Democracy is mob rule. Do you really want mob rule? No. Well, democracy isn't real. No. The, democracy has never even existed. Yeah. It's it's a guise. It's a it's a show. Mm-hmm. But it, we're not really living in a democracy. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, I don't think a democracy would work either. But mm-hmm. I everything's just fucked and. There is no better or worse. It's just what's happening right now. And you should just, you got to look at the bright side of things. But, so, uh, political disagreements are kind of like the backbone of why everyone's upset in America, for the most part. Like, you just go somewhere and... You can just read the room and be like, oh, there's a bunch. You see a blue hair and glass. You're like, there's a bunch of fucking liberals here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or where they would come and see like a guy in guys in suits and be like, oh, there's a bunch of Trump supporters here. Or guys that look you like kinda, me. Yeah, you kind of people just automatically judge a room based on the political affiliation. It sets like this undertone mm-hmm. that I think the First Amendment is really keeping afloat. Basically, I'm getting anti First Amendment. I don't think freedom of speech is that important. I don't want to hear people's opinions. Mm-hmm. Most, like, should we have the right to say what we want? I don't want to hear it. Yeah, we don't <laughs> have the freedom from other people's speech. Yeah. And that's a bummer. Yeah. You know, the only way to do that is to just live into the fucking woods. But then, you know, you get a fucking, uh, what's homeboy in Idaho who got fucking <laughs> his family killed? Society <laughs> operates on fear. Mm-hmm. Sure. Society. The reason why we're not out being assholes to everyone is because we don't want to get our ass kicked. The reason why we're not out stealing is because we don't want to go to jail. That's why it's Catholicism. Because we're good people. That's why Catholicism works. It's all out of fear. Mm-hmm. Don't don't do this, or you're going to get raped by a priest. Well, so, that's why I don't. Is do that things. what it is? I don't know. No, I, mean, I think I'm, it's you got to get raped by a priest, but don't <laughs> tell on him. Are you going to? Hell? Yeah, you have to live with the shame. Yeah. Which is a good way have, to, to live. You have to assume you did something wrong to, you know, catch the ire of that priest. Having shame is a good thing. You have it in the back of your head. So it, it's like a it's like a checks and balance, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. it like, it, 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 keeps you, it keeps you honest, and you're like, I don't want to have that shame again. So that, I, I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Shame and fear. That's how you should start a country. Also, countries should be smaller. Texas should be its own country. So you have that. But people should be more afraid 
to exercise their First <laughs> Amendment is what I'm saying. Yeah. Unless you can fight, yeah. like, be careful. Mm. Be careful what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you, so that's the first reason. Mm-hmm. Which, which, you know what's, can I add to that? Like, yeah. People should watch what they say, but at the same time, people who you know are opposed to certain things that you are for or you can tell are different than you, you should find the common ground. And people don't want to take the time to find that person's common ground and be like, okay, so-and-so thinks about certain things this way, but mm-hmm. I think things this way. But you know what? We, we we meet in the middle about this thing in the middle. Yeah. And yeah. And, and, and I, I feel that's that's everything. That's like... Well, that used to be everything with like entertainment. You'd watch entertainment and it was like this neutral thing that everyone mm-hmm. could just enjoy and it's not leaning one way or the other. Now you can't watch we have there's fucking Paramount Plus on my TV and I'm gonna divorce my wife because it's <laughs> yeah. on there. Because I'm like, this is fucking propaganda and I don't want it on my big nice TV. You know what I mean? Like entertainment just used to be a thing you would watch yeah. when you're not sleeping or fucking and that's all we need to go see our Chinese doctor to make sure that our, you know, biracial kid can get into child college because I saw a commercial where that was a thing. Child college? Yeah. It was like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> it wasn't my an kids. elementary school. It was like, <laughs> this is like a major university and there's like a nine year old in there, but we had need to go see, we need to see the child Wait, fucking doctor what? first. I don't even know what the ad was for. <laughs> what the fuck? Because I was so. What are you fucking, watching? Like a Montessori school? This is, this is Paramount? <laughs> This, is, this was an ad on Paramount Plus. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. What bring, is this? Bring your children Why am I here. seeing ads? We pay for this. Yeah. What is this? I don't it, want to see ads. You pay. I mean, on HBO, you're you're watching ads now. It's fucking horseshit. Oh, by the way, it's uh, the Idaho guys, uh, Randy Weaver. Thanks for frightening me. Yeah, that's what happens when you try to get away from fucking everybody. So what it sounded like you were saying is that people should be more open-minded, which I agree with mm-hmm. in the sense that like I, I say a lot of polarizing things that could cause disagreements, but I can still step back and be like, well, this is all a hologram and none of this actually matters and nothing's actually real. So I, sure. could, be ro- I could be wrong about everything. Admitting that you could be wrong about everything is yeah. important too, but also being too open-minded can go too far too because then you get so open-minded you start cutting your kid's dick off. And well, that's what I'm saying is hearing other people's opinions makes, your, makes at least me, it makes me uh, discriminate against people better. Yeah. Because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not ignorant. I'm not just going to be like, I don't like that guy's face. I used to be that way. I don't like that guy's face, so fuck mm-hmm. him and fuck everyone who looks like it. It's more of like, what's everybody has to say? And then you listen you're like, I knew it. I knew. Yeah, I was right. You're Fuck always him. right. And then <laughs> I can, and then I could choose to not engage, not be like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not sitting at this table and having a conversation with this fucking guy because I don't, I don't want to. I'm choosing not to. Yeah. yeah some people they just can't understand what you're trying to say. They're just yeah. so far removed from what you're about that there's no. Th- I have this issue a lot, usually with women, where <laughs> I'm just like, there's no way I'm going to be able to explain this to you. She doesn't understand how a dick works <laughs> at all. Stupid. Yeah. No, that's the only thing they understand. Uh, yeah. So, so how, I'm trying to figure out how to how to how to kind of push this towards the episode we're going to talk about today. I got one more thing. Up. Oh, you got one more thing. <laughs> woman. So that's reason number one why I think Thailand is so safe because they have to keep their political views and bottle them up. Mm-hmm. Number two, prostitution is fully legal and very mm-hmm. affordable. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like, every woman there is a prostitute. You know how they say every woman has their price? Sure. Mm -hmm. Like, out here, you could go up to a woman and be like, I'll give you a million dollars to have sex with me. And they'd probably say yes. There's Mm -hmm. 
very unlikely they'd say no to that. So in Thailand, every woman has their price. It's just really low. Sure. Yeah. So it's just very normal. It's a part of life to just be even like in high school or like a young man, like 18 and pay, you pay like 20, 30 bucks and you go get laid. That's very honest too yeah. for the woman because you can just choose when you're a prostitute, when you're not. Like you go out to a bar, you're like, I want to go out and dance, have some drinks. And you're sitting there as a girl and you're just like, you know what? I bet I can get that guy over here to fuck me and give me like $200. Yeah. But and then was, you just do it, and then boom, you have two hundred dollars, and then you can just go home. You don't have to bother staying out all night. Yeah, I mean, I've, these women that are making what you said thirty dollars. I mean, that's thirty dollars an hour. That's not that bad. Like you, you're you're getting it's like, not taxed. It's not taxed. It's you it's know? all cash. Thirty dollars an hour. That that's that's decent. And you're no, it's, it's still taxed. Oh, it's, it's legal income. Yeah, but you could. You're t- are you paying them in cash? Or are you giving them a card? Well, it's not like commission or anything. Yeah, you know. The taxes from the dude that brought her there. You know, I haven't done that much research on the tax laws there. Yeah. But it, it, it is a very normal and accepted part of... So I was doing a comedy show out there at a Bangkok comedy club. And it was for a Thai audience. And they spoke enough English to get all my jokes. It went great. It was a lot of fun. But I was talking to this couple. I said something about hookers. And he kind of looked at me weird when I said hookers. And I was like, you know, like prostitutes. Like, what do you call them? And he's like, bro, this is Thailand. We call them women. <laughs> Ah. And I was like, I said something like, oh, do you know, like, you're friends with prostitutes or something? And then the woman laughs, and she's like, everyone's a prostitute. I'm a prostitute. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, all right, well. <laughs> That's amazing. So everyone's walking around with, without talking about politics and with empty balls. Mm. And that's why it is the that. land of smiles. It's the, yeah, because it. The, the incel, like, it's a whole culture over here is just incel culture. And people aren't fucking. They're in front of their computers all day. They're injecting them or not injecting themselves. Or they could be injecting themselves. But they're they're popping all types of drugs and all these dangerous pharmaceuticals. It's it's The whole culture is just fucked up here. Yeah, we don't fuck enough. We don't we, fuck enough. Yeah, we're not fucking no. enough. Well, there's, there's, a, there's a pussy inequality. Mm-hmm. Because, like, mm. some men are fucking all the women. Yeah. And then most men are not fucking any women. Mm. Same with money. Yeah. yeah. And it's the same guys succeeding and suffering from each. So we should invest our time and money in countries where people are clearly fucking, like China. Because people are... are they, in China, are they fucking? Or I'm saying in, in mainland China. I, I, I forgot where Thailand was. <laughs> have, you, have you heard of their population? Well, we should probably <laughs> invest our big. money in countries where the local currency isn't failing. Yeah, yeah, like the United States. <laughs> and pussy can be a currency. They're digitalizing you, you, all. Factor it in. Yeah, they're digitalizing all. We'll money get here. William Devane to do Thailand commercials for pussy. That'd yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. Yeah, the yeah. So what I was saying, like the country's like it's sick right now. We're we're they're like we're in a failing country if you think about it, and uh, all, a lot of this stuff is has to do with like the pharmaceutical country uh pharmaceutical companies jeez i drank this coffee too fast i'm like talking faster than my brain works but yeah um <laughs> jesus christ so uh yeah we're over over prescribing drugs and they're they're literally creating psychopaths and uh we we've had we've had these conversations about uh gun laws and what's really causing uh school shooters and it is most likely, I'm not gonna say the whole thing is it's it's these pharmaceutical country uh, companies creating a bunch of fucking psychopaths 
and a bunch of suicidal people, incel um, culture, all all that type of stuff. I would like to yeah. disagree with you, but I'm insane and I have been on pharmaceuticals. Oh, okay. What were you were you on? So you said earlier that you're talking about taking Xanax. That's an SSRI. No, that's a benzodiazepine. Oh yeah, it's a benzo. Okay. I actually okay. So I grew up taking amphetamines. Okay. My parents used to crush up Ritalin and put them in my sandwiches because <laughs> I didn't like how it made me feel because it turned me into a zombie. <laughs> okay. I don't think that there's exactly a sinister agenda with the pharmaceutical company. Mm -hmm. The pharmaceutical company is trying to, I mean, uh, yeah, I, 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 okay. You could say it's a sinister agenda. I don't think there's a, like a, like an underground agenda. What's, what's that called? Like a, like there's ulterior like a, motive. Ulterior, yeah, yeah, I, I don't think yeah. there's an ulterior motive. I think the motive is treat the problem, make money off it. There will be some side effects, yeah, mm -hmm. but the side effects they ha they'll have a drug for it. Yeah, which yeah. Is, which is probably as dark as it actually really gets because mm -hmm. the the great thing about drugs is they work and people like feeling better than than feeling worse. So what like drug like drug companies aren't going to go away. Yeah, they, well, and of they, course they're going to make a lot of money. They're treating symptoms, like not a, the actual problem. Like if Coca Cola just like it was somehow legal for Coca Cola to sell cocaine like they had mm -hmm. the patent and the copyright on it they'd be bigger than they are now if you can even imagine coca-cola being bigger than it is now if it but, just starts selling cocaine and and soda this it's this, just it's just people love feeling good so to so to push back to what you were saying though i i don't think their original idea was sinister i think it's turned into something where they're so powerful and you've created something that makes you billions and billions of dollars. Like, I don't think they created SSRIs to create um, a bunch of psychopaths or school shooters or suicidal people or violent people. Those are all a lot. All those are just a side effect. They're side yeah, effects. It's a side effect. It, it's a cultural side effect. When, when you're inhibiting serotonin, that's going to cause it. It's going to fuck your body up a little bit. But I, I know people that, that have been prescribed SSRIs because of their depression and everything. And it, like, they're like, oh, I, I, I feel better. I'm not cutting myself anymore. I'm not doing this. It, but like, it's, it's doing something. And they like, just, just think about all the people that are being prescribed these drugs now. Like it's went up by like, like 60% in the, like the last 10 years. Yeah. And they're, uh, I think it's like, a, I, I, it's, it's like a crazy, in the last 25 years, the they're the just the number in the United States is fucking staggering. And doctors also are incentivized to prescribe these things. And it's not even a sinister thing so mm -hmm. much as it's a greed thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like I, I worked at a children's hospital for a while and it was just every kid was on ADD medication. All of them. Every mm -hmm. single one of them. Yeah. And, and, you know, we'd have pharmaceutical reps come in and buy everyone lunch and they would just pitch drugs to doctors. Shit. During a lunch meeting, well, it was it was like the whole um, the whole thing. We're on YouTube, so we won't say what it is. But the the thing that the pharmaceutical companies were pushing on us when my wife was was pregnant with my daughter, they were like saying like you got to take this product or you're putting your kid in danger. Like something that has that just came out has not been tested yet. They're like you have to take this, and we're like no, we're not. 
in the that, okay that mm -hmm. whole thing was sinister that yeah. whole thing was an ulterior motive and i think that is a a slightly different discussion than the rest of pharmaceuticals mm. yeah. but they're because, the same companies though it's it you're talking about pfizer moderna yeah who yeah who do is a pharmaceutical company and and these i mean they're they're sponsoring your your news channels they i mean they have power in every level of your life including uh politics they're the largest lobbyist group in the in the country not nra but the fucking pharmaceutical companies they're all bought off and there's i mean it's it's a fucked up situation and the more of these things that you prescribe the more like the more money they're going to make and the like the more the doctors are going to make like it's 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 all it's it's like a monster that we we really aren't equipped to deal with right now yeah yeah i'm i'm were you, were you uh, prescribed a bunch of shit as a kid? No, I wasn't. Ooh, you're lucky. Yeah. Um, I figured that's why you were so short. Is <laughs> no, that's because I'm Mexican. Oh. We're not big people. Well, we but, all go. Yeah. I, I had asthma as a child, so I, I was on a lot of asthma medication, which is just like speed mm -hmm. and bronchodilators and shit, and then I grew out of it. But they, Yeah, dude. So I was on a bunch of shit because my mom went to medical school, and- mm -hmm. Throughout the years and the conversations I've had with her, yeah, it's very, very obvious that the things my mom learned in med school are just not true, yeah, and what was like part of like a brainwashing agenda, like like what, well, like what's something that stands out? Uh, marijuana being addictive, really? Yeah, um, I don't remember anything else actually. Wow, that, I mean, that probably wasn't too long ago. I'm assuming your mom's not really old or anything, so. Pretty old. So, so in the past twenty years, twenty five years or so, like she was in a. She graduated. A, she graduated at least forty years ago. Holy shit! So, mm -hmm. so ah, so, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, the eighties, early eighties, like weed's bad. It'll, it'll, yeah. That's that's like straight up drug war era. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sure they were. I'm sure somebody was going to medical schools, being like, "You got to tell everyone that." If you smoke marijuana, it'll just kill you instantly. Well, actually, yeah, I guess I guess all of the conversations revolved around uh, recreational drugs. Mm -hmm. She just has the complete. <laughs> she told you that. How'd that work out for you? <laughs> she still I... tells me she's she's just <laughs> finally getting to the the point where she was like, "Oh, you know, you might have been right about mushrooms being good for you or weed." Ah, and, and I'm like, "Yeah, I've been saying this since I was 14 when you sent me to fucking boarding school for smoking weed." <laughs> You got sent to boarding school for smoking weed? Yeah. Well, your mom was creating a sleeper cell. Well, you know what? It's 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 cool that she's kind of turning the corner on things like that. Well, it doesn't fucking matter now. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I have my own money. I don't I'm not worried about being grounded. I don't really give a shit what she thinks at this point. You know, it would be awesome going to boarding school in Thailand. That's probably fun. Yeah. Imagine Are all the 14. boys ladies? I think that's how you end up a lady boy. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> Which is another is a vocational program for that. I mean, I don't know if that's a bad thing. That could be really fun. Yeah. Well, that's interesting too, though, because that's like an epidemic. What's that? To some scale, the, the amount of transgender people in Thailand that mm -hmm. has been going on. So the way I looked at Thailand was it's kind of how it looks like America wants to be mm -hmm. like there's trans people everywhere. They have uh, like face scanning stuff. There's no First Amendment. Yeah. And. Everyone seems pretty happy. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. But I don't know. Um, they they eat a lot of 
fried food, a lot of seed oils, a lot of sugar, a lot of soy. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why. They're all gay. So, but there's not... Uh, obesity isn't a thing there. Mm-hmm. So it must so, have got, so, gets digested in a way where it just so they're not a eating. A, they're not consuming a lot of pharmaceutical drugs, I'd imagine, because, you know... Well, they have a pharmacy on every corner. But they're... But they're probably selling fun stuff. No, not anymore. Not anymore? It's not like a pharmacia? I found some codeine when I was there. Just like OG, OG bottles of codeine? Nice. No, they're they're pills. Mm. I, I found... You can find fun stuff in some places, but for the most part, they just got... They got standard stuff. Mm-hmm. The, the thing about, like, what's interesting is there is... United States and I think New Zealand are the only countries where you can have where pharmaceutical companies can have commercials on TV. <laughs> it's the only, it's like, it's like either two or three different countries in the United States. is like the only major serious country that it's on there. You know, I just realized I've never taken pill codeine. I've only taken the liquid. Mm-hmm. And now that I think about it, I think every drug would be maybe not every drug, but a lot of drugs would be better if it was just a syrup. <laughs> yeah. Because my mom told me, uh, she took a picture of this at work. She wasn't supposed to do it, but she did it anyways. She was in this, like, room. With, she's a nurse, and there's this room where there's just tons of drugs and shit. She took a picture of a bottle of liquid cocaine, and it was, like, from the photo, it looked like it was probably about this big. What, where and when? This was a couple years ago. This No, actually, this was pre-COVID. So it was, like, 2019, mm-hmm. and she just took a bottle, and it was clear. It was in a clear glass you can just have liquid cocaine that's what i said i'm like what i'm like what is that even for she's like oh it's fucking painkiller it's like anything else and i was like but mom a fucking like a 40 ounce bottle of liquid cocaine i've never taken that before i've never even heard of that yeah i was like that's amazing and i just feel like most drugs there should be a liquid option that would be fun i mean i I read something that was a little too long ago for me to verify as a fact but i'm pretty sure what i recall it saying is that Near the end of World War II, there was a surplus of oil for the the tanks and stuff. Okay. And they used that to turn into petroleum-based pharmaceuticals. And that Mm. gave the pharmaceutical industry, like, a huge injection. Well, it's Rockefellers. Yeah. That that, that makes sense. Fuck yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, why not? I mean, that's probably when mainstream drug use like like readily available from a doctor was really starting to kick off probably right like po- like end of world war ii mm-hmm. when you can just get go to your doctor who's smoking fucking cigarettes yeah can just prescribe you cool shit yeah you know, and then you get fucking like tweaked out fucking housewives in the 50s and rolling <laughs> it's stones writes fucking songs about it and shit like yeah you know. we, we we started also, in medical school they teach you what to prescribe to people who are having issues they don't teach you how to avoid them mm-hmm. or, or lessen them naturally. Yeah. Like everyone knows you got to get sunlight, drink water, eat greens. And, but they don't, the, you're, you don't, you don't hear that from your doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you hardly, <laughs> you don't, you, you hardly talk to your doctor for the most part. You, you're, you're mostly talking to nurses. Nurses deal with, with patients more than doctors do. They just come in like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, they ask leading questions. You tell them your symptoms, and mm-hmm. then they're like, this is what you take for the symptoms. Why does it burn when I pee? Mm-hmm. Like, here I you go. Take you can it. ask Frank Zappa, but he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> so SSRIs are a class of drugs, if anyone doesn't know what it is. It's, they're antidepressants. They're the, they treat major 
depressive, uh, major depressive dif- disorders, anxiety disorders, and other psychological conditions. So, like some of the the drugs that are SSRIs are Celexa, Lexapro, Prozac, Luvav, uh, Paxil, Zoloft. Those are just some of the SSRIs, and there is a staggering amount of these drugs that were found in these uh, school shooters, which is kind of the the, the point I want to get to. Uh, later on in the episode, but uh, I'm sure like a lot of listeners to the show or, or that are on the show currently have had, had some kind of crazy uh, experiences with SSRIs where it where they would do things that they, that they can't remember. They've had uh, state of mania, like stuff like that. So like, and, and I've, I've heard a lot of these stories from people like that, that listen to the show that, that write to me, like what, what, what it did to them or how they, can't remember certain things. Like I, I saw this video of this guy where his son was, um, he had an 11 year old son and he, um, his son had like a, he had like some kind of brain disorder and like he, the like kid was suffering a lot. And this guy, he became real sad. He got, became real depressed because of his kid was like that. And he started, I think he was taking like, uh, I think he was taking uh, Zola for Paxil. And um, on one of his episode, like he had an episode where he, he he saw his kid that was suffering, and then he he choked him to death, and he killed him, and they're just like he, he was he's never been violent before, but he was like he he had this thing where he saw his kid suffering, and then like the drug made it him not really have any regrets on doing it, and then after afterwards, he obviously regretted killing his kid, but that that kind of took away his emotional state. Being on SSRIs, yeah. That's that's rare, I would say. I haven't heard anything else like that. Not that I'm discounting the validity of that story because mm-hmm. things happen. But I'm going to play devil's advocate here and say, uh, like chicken or the egg type scenario, which came first, the depression or the drugs? I'm going to say mm-hmm. probably the people that were on the meds were already depressed and prone yeah. to do some crazy shit anyways. But I'll also uh, support your argument with my own personal experience, which I've always been very anti-antidepressants. Mm-hmm. I, but I started taking SSRIs. I took SSRIs for two years. I took Cymbalta mm-hmm. for almost two years because I was, I had, my life was amazing. Everything was awesome. And I would still come home and I'd be like, I want to kill myself. And I'd be like, how is this? This, this has to be like a, a chemical issue in my brain. Mm-hmm. And, um, I ended up taking Cymbalta and I felt like it worked. But when I wouldn't take it, I would have withdrawals, mm-hmm. which were brain zaps. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I would just be walking around. It would feel like a Neuralink was short-circuiting in my head. I'd just be like, like what the fuck? Like, yeah. that's, that's what happens when you stop taking it. And also, uh, it increases suicidal thoughts when you stop taking it. Really? Did you have which, suicidal thoughts? Oh, yeah. Yeah, really? so that was part of the reason I went to Thailand. I went to Thailand for like 10 different reasons. Mm. But this was one of them. And because I was trying to transition into a sober life, I was trying to get off of SSRIs and I didn't want to go through withdrawals of SSRIs and all the other fun drugs around everyone. So if I I just, I was like, if I just throw myself on the other side of the world and just go through that weird shit away from everyone. So no one's like worried about me. So Eli got his groove back. Oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. That's what you should have called it. (laughs) <laughs> all right go ahead sorry i didn't mean to interrupt oh it's a new groove i'm on a new i'm on a new wave right now it's the uncharted territories but so yeah i was i was out 
in Thailand for the first several weeks, if not three to four, I was just walking around like a, like convinced that suicide was the only option. Mm. Yeah. I was just thinking, yes, my life's awesome. Everything is awesome. Everyone around me is great. I have all these great things going in my life and none of it matters and I should just end it. Mm. And that wore off. That's good. Thank God. Holy um, shit. Glad to hear that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think like that at all anymore. But that that was a direct... I mean, but I was suicidal before, kind of. But, mm. like, it was super enhanced by the withdrawals of that drug. That's awful. And, Holy and, shit. So... So and I don't think I don't think someone else because I'm a pretty mentally strong person. Mm -hmm. Like I quit smoking weed and drinking and all that stuff with having weed and alcohol in my house and being around people smoking it next to me. Mm -hmm. If I make a decision to do something, I can do it regardless of the pressure around me. So I don't think most people could have handled it as well as I did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So That's, I think that withdrawal is going to hit most normal people, especially that are convinced that depression is part of who they are yeah. a lot harder. That's a, that's a good point because that that's another conversation to have too, because you never know when people do, because everyone's going to have a different effect by getting off these drugs. So like suicidal thoughts, like if you go to SSRI stories or there's this other one where it's like SSR, it, it's kind of like the VAERS, but for, but but for SSRIs, and it's all these people are reporting like um, like like uh, homicidal ide ideation and uh, suicide thoughts, and like some have a crazy amount. I think it's um, I think Zoloff has a has a has a no Prozac has has a big one. There's like a lot of um, suicidal thoughts with that one, and also uh, is it Will Beatron? I can't remember the name of it. It's all of them, man. Every antidepressant says there's that some there's some that's worse than the other. They though. all say do not quit taking this suddenly, or yeah. you will have suicidal thoughts. So that's a problem. That's a fucking problem. Yeah, <laughs> that we're we're prescribing these things to children, and then like, uh, and I, I so I know this person. I don't I don't know if she listens to the show. I hope not. I hope not this one. But uh, they have a kid that was real uh, was getting bullied and everything and uh was trans and was getting uh bullied a lot and and she gave her uh daughter i don't know if it's boy or girl it's kind of confusing but started giving them prozac so like everything's better now but like the thing you, you you've got to think of being a parent is I, I don't want my kid to be suffering anymore this is this thing going to keep my kid from suffering so that that ha that's probably happening a lot more often than you would you would think like they when you see your kid hurting, you the, your first thought is you want to help your kid. I would it, say to anyone who's on those type of drugs is if you feel like you need it right now, then like keep going. But you need to realize it's no better than being addicted to a drug. Mm -hmm. You are a drug addict if you are on antidepressants. Yeah. And you need to, you can either keep being a drug addict or you can try to get off it. But either way, you can't be lying to yourself. Mm -hmm. That's where the yeah. problem in lies is when you convince yourself that you have this disorder and you need this to fix it, and you you just string yourself along. Like, I, I understand this line of thinking because I thought this way too. Mm -hmm. And it turned out the answer was I, you just have to fucking do more. I train martial yeah. arts two hours a day, mm -hmm. and then I do comedy, and I work on my business, and I 
I'm in the sun and I drink water. I eat a lot of good food and it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to mm -hmm. stay like happy and, and above water, but it feels fucking great at the end mm -hmm. and it works and I don't need any drugs. And I, and I hope that, uh, any somebody listening to this will, uh, We'll take some kind of cue from that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's incredible. <laughs> like it's, you only have so many waking hours in the day, and it's like, what are you going to consume it with? With dread, or are you mm -hmm. going to peel some time off to do something productive, or yeah, something that's going to enrich your life a little bit? If, you know, even something small. You if, know, yeah. If you think about it, uh, Eli, the first time he came on the show, it was like like our fifth episode we did, and he was doing all types of drugs. Like he was on so many drugs at that point, and then all of a sudden. You're completely off of it. That that's that's pretty incredible when you think about how addictive this stuff is, and how many different drugs you were on at that time. Yeah, I mean, it, it was really a. <clears throat> I definitely changed. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I I was the number one spokesperson for drug usage, mm -hmm. and now like I still. I'm not going to turn my back on drugs completely because I think I needed to do a bunch of drugs to get to a point where I didn't need them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, like it, it, it is a crutch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It ran its course, you know, it's but crutches help people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. David J just said, uh, Eli, what if I'm addicted to golden cricket? Oh, uh, you got to keep buying it then. <laughs> yeah, otherwise you'll die. You'll have suicidal thoughts. <laughs> you might shoot up a school. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Yeah. So some of the side effects involved in these drugs in include aggression, hostility, mania, uh, psychosis, akathisia. That's like a, I didn't know what that was. It's a, apparently it's a, dis it's a disorder that makes where you can't sit still. And like I a lot of that. Yeah. A lot of people like they, a lot of people commit suicide because of this because it's like it's fucking it's insane. It's just like an insane disorder where it, it it's like having PTSD from what I've 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 heard from people. Well, not heard, but I read about. But I don't know a lot about it, so I don't know. Um, homicidal ideation and uh, that's kind of just scratching the surface when you start really looking deep into this like what this shit actually does to you. And I'm sure a lot of these side effects are what we were saying is when people get off the drugs, this is what happens also. It reminds me of a, a schizophrenia study done in 1964 mm -hmm. about homeless people. Wait, no, <laughs> this, I'm, I'm connecting. I, I have a joke about this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> about schizophrenic people who have a higher level of DMT in their bloodstream. Mm -hmm. and they were trying to do some kind of correlation that DMT causes schizophrenia or schizophrenic people have more DMT, mm -hmm. which is true. But then they administered DMT to a bunch of schizophrenic people and it caused sedation as opposed to psychosis. Mm -hmm. So, but the way I saw that study is if DMT randomly hits you in your brain and you're just sitting at a bus stop, and you're a homeless guy, you're going to, yes, you'll be sedated momentarily. You'll just be like, uh. But then as soon as it wears off, you're going to be like, Jesus and the government. Yeah. Which is what they're all screaming about. <laughs> yeah. And, and they. So it's the after effect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they, they, so like the study was, they were thinking about DMT like if it was like testosterone. Like they thought, like, okay, well, 
Like if you give testosterone to somebody who doesn't have a lot of testosterone, all of a sudden there's negative side effects from the testosterone. They're like, well, it's because of the testosterone that there's negative side effects, but that wasn't the case with the DMT. Yeah, because a big problem with science is there's not a time frame involved a lot of the times when they're, when they're doing these type of studies and they're trying to prove correlations. That's what the, the offset timing <clears throat> is essentially what like Freakonomics was about. Mm-hmm. So these two uh, situations being related over like a longer time span, like how, um, not Terry Schiavo, the Roe vs. Wade. Mm -hmm. Roe vs. Wade came like 15 years prior to the lowest crime rate in American history. Mm -hmm. Which you could deduce from that, that aborting fetuses that were potentially going to become criminals <clears throat> yeah 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 you can make that correlation there's yeah. less people to commit crimes <coughs> and the people who are getting the abortions are living in areas that have a lot of crime yeah and then you can start figuring out what race those people are and then you'll just sound like a racist asshole yeah so that's why you put in planned parenthoods in like <laughs> mexicans and black neighborhoods I know way more white people who get abortions than black people. Yeah. I don't know any black people who got abortions, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, that's true. I know a lot of black people with kids, though. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> he said, it's too much. Yeah. No, just kidding. Um, Prozac, when Prozac entered the uh, market in 1988, it, it quickly distinguished itself as a dangerous drug. After nine years, the FDA received over 39,000 adverse event reports. This included uh, hundreds of suicides, um, violent crimes, hostility and aggression, psychosis, confusion, distorted thinking, convulsions, amnesia, and sexual dysfunction. See, I've heard that one a lot, that that the people that are on SSRIs, they can't, oh, yeah. like, they can't get hard. Makes it hard to come. Yeah, it's impo- it makes it almost impossible to come. So that's why they have like the... Um, what the? What is I felt it? like I was very close a lot. Yeah. Damn, really? that must that must be hell. I mean, I I couldn't. It's not that I couldn't come, but it took a while. Yeah. It was that more of a, like a, like a dick thing, or was that like a brain thing? It's probably the fact I was only banging obese women. <laughs> <laughs> no, God I'm just kidding. It, it was it was a dick thing. Well, I wasn't. <laughs> It wasn't like my thoughts were distracted because of it. Well, I don't know. I guess it's hard to pinpoint. Yeah. I mean, I. It's not that I wasn't horny. Mm. Yeah. It's that my dick just didn't want to puke. Mm. Like like your your dick just showed up to work, but it was like, I'm just kind (laughs) of calling it in, collecting a paycheck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Showing up with your lunch pail. Fuck. No, I've never had a problem getting a boner ever. I got a hard on right now. Good. I'm I'm glad. Yeah, I'm but glad. this I, is what we do. This is we're, it's just boys hanging out. In case any women are watching. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> we need to get those women numbers up. We discussed this earlier. This yeah. So, so they could um they they could start buying stuff that w- when we do get we're the just sponsors. Guests yeah, that I'm, have boners. I'm yeah. trying to do that for Golden Cricket. I need more women's I need more spokeswomen. Yeah. Yeah, you you need, your your ads need to look like Colby Covington's Instagram. Yeah. Have you seen his Instagram? No. Every single one of them is like him with sunglasses and he has like two or three chicks in bikinis 
And he's like, greetings, nerds and virgins. It's the people's champ. And then it'll he'll just plug whatever the fuck he's plugging. It's always like mybookie.com or something like that. But it's like every ad is him with like like mostly naked chicks. <laughs> what if I just had like clown makeup on and a dress and I was like, hey, I'm trans. <laughs> buy my shit. <laughs> That's not a bad idea, actually. You, you'd get clicks. Yeah. And I'm sure some of that will turn into actual uh, purchases. Yeah, it keeps the, the facial hair and everything. It's like you, all you did was put a dress on, which would be even better. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's I, no I have, effort in being a woman. You're like, yeah, dress, I feel like a woman now. Dress with a beard is a, I think that's a, that's a bankable. That's Wearing a, bankable. a dress is, like, against my policies, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It might get to that point where I give up on that, but I don't know. I think it's because Dave Chappelle said that that was his line. They wanted him to wear a dress. Yeah. And he was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, that, that was the one where they're they talking about Martin Lawrence. And Martin Lawrence wears it. Uh, Eddie Murphy did. He's like, no, I don't want to do that. I like that. I mean, it's never too late. He will. <laughs> I no, I, I don't think Eventually. he's he's at a point where he can't sell out. Like he's just he is who he is. That's why I I respect everything he's done. It's because he's never sold out. He's like, whatever. I'll just I'll go to Africa because you guys want me to be something that I'm not. Mm-hmm. Also, I will say, Golden Cricket has been receiving a lot of hate on TikTok ads. Mm-hmm. Like I won't eat the bugs. Fuck the Antichrist. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm I'm gonna admit, <clears throat> if my business fails because so many people say that they won't eat the bugs because of political reasons, I'll be very impressed with the American pe- people. Yeah, it'll yeah. it'll be kind of like a okay, maybe uh maybe the revolution will will be successful. Yeah, possibly. Uh, what what is what are the disclosure laws of telling people they're eating bugs? Like how. How much can you say? You don't have to say. So like your flower. So you start a second company. That is the, <laughs> and it's the same bar. It's like Trader Joe's. Everything in Trader Joe's is not, Trader Joe's doesn't have a factory making food. They they buy it from another company and then they just slap their label. They white label. It. Yeah. Yeah. You know, most flour that you get has crickets you, in it. You need to white label. You know what? That's what you call it. White label protein bars. Yeah. See, that's, that's the thing. People are like, I'm not going to eat bugs. It's like, you already are. Yeah, it's it's a most flour because it, it, that's they it's, get into it and then it, it gets grinded up and whatever the fuck, whatever process it is to make flour, they they always like when they've tested there's always bugs in it almost every single time. Mm-hmm. So just think about that. Yeah, that and, and you've been eating it for years. Even from an ethical standpoint, like if you eat nothing but vegetables, like a lot of bugs have to die in order for you and, to have and, your nice vegetables and mammals. Yeah. And mammals, birds. Eating crickets gophers. actually causes the least amount of death of anything you can eat. Mm. I'm sold. White label protein bars hitting the market. Don't yeah. tell anyone what's in it. It also has more souls per square inch than any oh, snack. That's kind of nice, actually. Yeah. That's It's very... You, you can <laughs> well. You want to absorb the souls. That's where the power comes from. <laughs> Dude, you need to you need to contact Joel Osteen's church and be like, bro. Leviticus twenty one twenty two says the, you may eat the insects of the land with six legs. Dude, it'll be like cups from In and Out. Just put that on the bar, and people like dude, they'll see they'll see it on the package. They'll be like Leviticus. I love this. I'm going to eat this bar, and I'm going to feel really good about it. Because that's where the, the that's <laughs> where the conspiracy theorists go. Yeah. Um, oh, so, hang on. The conspiracy theorists all go, it all go, all goes back to Jesus as Lord. Just lean into it, dude. All right. What Frightening me is calling you out. He's just saying that Golden Cricket has a good W E F E S G score. 
<laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're if you think that's like a criticism, yeah. it's not because it's not. you're saying that I'm approved by a bunch of billionaires. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, that want to murder all of us or let us die off yeah, and look, look, put in smart cities. Yeah, and and you Listen, know what? I'm not going to let that happen. You got to play by their game to get yeah. to the top. Eli's going to be I'm our gonna king. Be the, look, I'm going to be the head of the Illuminati. I'm going to make some changes, <laughs> yeah. and it's going to benefit everyone who ever supported me. Eli's going to when he finally sells to Cliff Bar, and he's yeah. He's a billionaire. It's you know we're, we're gonna see who's laughing last. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Frightening me. You, you hear me, <laughs> boy. So, the numbers of people that are on SSRIs have risen by a staggering amount. Like the every year, it it, it increases. There's it, also way more reasons to be depressed. Yeah. <laughs> With That's the way true. shit's going, that was another thing I had in Thailand where I was. When I was trying to be sober, I was like, I don't think I can be sober. I think the world is genuinely too fucked up to exist in it without yeah. some type of interface buffering. Mm -hmm. But then I, the change I made was, well, I'm just going to stop thinking about the world, mm -hmm. which confession I have to make for you guys. I'm I'm off the conspiracy train now. Yeah, I I, I, I saw you post about that the other day. What do you What do you mean? What do you I don't mean I don't that? think about the conspiracies anymore. You don't. You just just they're just out of your mind. Someone sent me a video of uh, John Podesta singing with a kid, and they were both painted, and I just clicked down. I was like, nope, don't care. It doesn't affect me. Gotcha. Fucking head buried in the sand. I don't give a fuck. But then you're hiding your eyes to the atrocities. Cool. I don't care. Fucking let people die yeah. over here, over there. These people can poison their country. I'm going to live right here in Austin, and everything's going fine here. Unless, you know, I respect that. I feel the same way about John Leguizamo. Yeah. If I see a movie, I don't care who else is in it. I don't care how many awards it won. I don't care it's Rotten Tomato score. If, I, if his fucking bloated face appears in the trailer, I'm not watching it. Yeah, I, I just out dude. Of what happened to his face? Why is it so fat now? Is it is all the pills? Because the pills make your he's head big. filled with cum. Because he's on antidepressants. <laughs> he's on yeah. SSRIs. He, he's got SSRI face. <laughs> it's yeah. So the, the the amount of people taking SSRIs has risen by 64% since 1999, which is a fucking staggering number. That's a lot. Um, yeah. 12%, 12.7% of U.S. population over the age of 12 are taking antidepressants right now. That's a lot. How, what was it? 12% of the population right now is on uh, antidepressants. Which doesn't sound like a, a crazy amount, but that's still a lot. That's like one out of ten people. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of people on a on on a drug that that is supposed to make you not sad. I don't know. Have you ever wanted to take anything like that? Have I ever wanted to take an SSRI? Yeah, like if, have you ever wanted to go to a doctor just to like have someone to talk to, and if they were like, "I want you to take something, Sean, not a long time, just mm -hmm. like I want you to just run out the script, mm -hmm. and then we'll." We'll see from there. Like if somebody kind of, do you think someone can like talk you into that? No, I don't know. Like if you were super depressed about something, they're like, you know, I want you to take this. Just I just take kill a myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Be preemptively kill yourself. You're like, I'm not having some SSRI make me suicidal. <laughs> let me, yeah, let me do it. Fuck you, New World Order. You can't fire me. I quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> I want to feel this. Yeah. No, SSRI is just gonna—it's it, just gonna—it's just gonna dull you out. It's gonna—it's gonna take the edge off. Sure. Okay. But sometimes you need that edge. I mean, you always need the edge when you think about it. Well, that's where like artistic endeavors and like physical exertion, I think, come in handy. Where you need something to kind of 
need something to fucking you need to burn off that steam i think overall ssris were good for me in the time frame Mm -hmm. i i mean i guess i didn't take it long enough to to find out what could happen but within that year or two it was the days without it that were the problem so i guess Mm. Mm -hmm. just staying on it consistently but yeah i mean it doesn't it's not too hard to skip like a week because you got to go to the pharmacy every 30 days yeah and it's like what if i'm busy that day i usually am Mm -hmm. so then oh i got to put that off till later and then you know a few days pass and then i'm getting fucking brain zaps and i want to fucking blow my brains out and that's scary dude fucking brain zap that that just sounds bad you know so you know i was thinking about with uh all these drugs and like in the last like 25 years is when these pharmaceutical companies got really powerful. Like when you look at like pictures of high school kids from the seventies or eighties, how everyone's like in, is in shape and looks pretty good. And there's like maybe one or two like token fat guys or fat girls. But then you look at high school kids today and then like everyone's fat or they all look sickly. That's something that's happened. Like with these drugs, I don't know if it's SSRIs, it could be literally anything that we're taking. I mean, it's probably everything. It's the food, mm-hmm. it's the water, it's the air, it's the water. Sedent- yeah, yeah. The, the- it's being incentivized to have a sedentary lifestyle. It's. I think it's mm-hmm. everything. It's like a one big mixture. The the water thing's a good point because I've talked about this before. Where um, everyone's on these drugs, not just SSRIs. They're just they're on benzos. They're on all this shit. And they're peeing in the water, and then. It goes to a, uh, like a like a cleaning station. What is it called? Like a, uh, like a water treatment facility. Yeah, water treatment uh, facility. It doesn't clean all that shit out. So you're you're it, they're cleaning it up, and you're 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 kind of like microdosing it. If you think about it, and, you, and you're drinking that water all the fucking time. That's something to think about. That's maybe the most terrifying part about it. And that's why we're our country is so sick right now, is because everyone is fucking on drugs. Everyone is on these these things that that causes depression or when you don't take them it, it, it messes you up that that's a that's a whole issue hmm. i mean think about it i've been thinking a lot lately about allergies mm-hmm. because i've been having allergies yeah. to the point where i'm like sneezing and crying and like tears are coming out of my eyes just because i breathed a, a whiff of fresh air <laughs> right and it's just making me think like what the fuck are we doing on this planet covered in beautiful foliage if i can't breathe too close to a tree Mm -hmm. and then i have to take zyrtec every day and i've been thinking a maybe hitler was right and b (laughs) (laughs) b we're probably genetically modified by aliens we're not supposed to be here and when they say like god is perfect and everything he creates is supposed to be like that but then the people he created actually created us and we're these fucking mutant mongoloids sure and c I think we should be eating food from our local area because we're eating all this stuff from so far away Yeah, that we're allergic to our local surroundings. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense because most things are from somewhere About else. Hitler? About <laughs> Hitler? I, I, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Sean. Oh, sorry. Fucking, will you get it together, please? This is a, <laughs> I don't know. Hold on. Where is it? Here. It's in the screech. Got it. <laughs> believe this guy is bringing up Hitler. On a, on I guess I slowed that one past him. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. brain stopped working at at Hitler. I was like, yeah, he was. 
Yeah, it's like everything comes from somewhere else, and even even the most basic shit. But that's the thing is like everything's cheaper to have produced somewhere else and then boated back here, which I don't understand why that is part of like our economy. Like, why is like why is it cheaper to have something like? It's uh oh oh the actual materials are from here, but it's assembled somewhere else and then boated back and then we sell it and we it we make more of a profit that way. Like, is it, racism? Be, that's probably mm-hmm. first of all racism. <laughs> yeah, but so what you're saying is we get rid of the racism. They can't get rid of racism. No. And then, <laughs> so it makes us strong. So, so yeah, we, if we get rid of the racism, then we won't have allergies. Mm. That's that's what I'm thinking. This is what their agenda is. The silent agenda of if we get rid of racism, then we won't have foreign foods. Yeah. And we will have less allergies. Yeah. That's well, because if you're, if you're a white guy who likes Asian food yeah. and then you're just eating stuff from China, but you're growing, uh, this I already fucked up. <laughs> this is, there's too many holes in this argument I'm about to make. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me, okay, let me put it like this. So we already talked about how we're all drinking the piss of microdosing someone else's SSRIs. Yeah. Everything's connected. Everything affects everything around it. Mm-hmm. So if there's pollen going around and then honey's being made out of that by being eaten by badgers that's being eaten by cows, I fucked that up too. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, go, you get what I'm going here. Yeah. Whatever is eating the stuff coming from somewhere else, coming from something else, is so far from our own ecosystem of where we live that we become intolerant to our own environment because we're eating vegetables and meat from far away. Yeah. Yeah. So we're poisoning ourselves with with foreign matter. Do you think 5G towers affect the pollen that's in the air that makes... Do you think breathing that will make our allergies worse in some way it just this is just open just we're trying to bring you question. back into the conspiracy room no i'm not i swear to god i just i've i've thought about that because i just there's so many towers yeah. everywhere i'll I'm, say yeah because i'm like this is the worst allergies affects, i've ever had if it affects insects and birds why can't it affect pollen well previously my allergies were like they, i'd be sniffly the mornings were a little rough i take my pill i'd be all right most of the day but lately it's just been like I've been fine, and then all of a sudden my face will just explode. Yeah. And it's just, like, uncontrollable out of nowhere. Yeah. And then I'll be like, fuck, like, just drooling and salivating and tears coming out. And just all kinds of fluids just dripping out of every hole on my face. And I'm just, like, the other day, it happened when I was walking out of HEB, and I just had snot come out of both nostrils. I had nothing in my pockets. So I'm just power walking to my car with stuff dripping from my nose to get to my car to get a, a napkin. And I was like, I don't remember it being this bad. Cedar fever is brutal. So it could be the 5G. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think the 5G is just going through the trees. And it's all, I don't know. It, it's, does 5G alter plants, like the DNA of plants? Because I would That's, think that they would. Well, does a microwave alter the DNA of oh, a Pop-Tart? Absolutely. Or when they irradiate food, which is really common. Because <laughs> that's Womb, basically what's happening. Wait, Wombrid had a good uh he, he had a good one. He says Eli is allergic to being sober is what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> good Fuck. That's a really good point. <laughs> Womb Raider. That's a good that's a good comment. Correct. <laughs> Did you just say Womb Raider? That's his name. That's yeah. that's I like that guy. Yeah. Womb Raider, subscribe to Brody Lowballer on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to see more of me. <laughs> um, so 
So another thing about the SSRIs, um, women are, are, are twice as likely to take them. So that's like, this has been the, the argument about why SSRIs don't cause school shooters. Cause they're like, well, more women are on SSRIs than men, but, um, but men are obviously different than women. So they're, this is like, these drugs are going to trigger things in your, um, like being violent. Cause men are more prone to being violent. That's why prisons men's prisons are a lot different than women's prisons because it's full of a bunch of fucking violent criminals and uh and and there's more men in prison obviously so that um i kind of want to go through a list of uh mass shooters um that are on ssris if you want to do that real fast i'd love to this is my favorite part of the episode mm-hmm. um the most famous being um eric harrison dylan klebold the columbine shooters harris was on luvox um which is also fluva fluva examine am i saying that right fluvoxamine Flu- fluvoxamine you That's don't have it. to try to pronounce those yeah yeah just, <laughs> just make something up just say someone's name from star trek and no one's yeah. gonna know the difference <laughs> like tuvok so he was he, he was uh this is a SR, ssri used to treat patients with major depression dylan klebold was also rumored to be heavily medicated but his medical record was sealed um mm. yeah that that's a weird one why would they seal that because he's a minor Oh, were they both minors? Yeah, well, yeah, they were both. It was minor. a middle school. Not anymore. He's not. He's dead. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he still died a minor. Yeah. Okay. If you if you deface the corpse of well, actually, I don't know. You know, necrophilia is only a misdemeanor. No, I did not know that. In all fifty states, that makes sense. It's not like no one's being hurt because no one can testify. They can't testify against you. And same with bestiality. Mm-hmm. Bestiality is only a misdemeanor. Only a misdemeanor. Wow, but that... fucking a dead animal, totally legal. Wow. Because you're not technically fucking it, really. It's just, it's just. There's no soul. Well, you're fucking it. Oh, you are, but it's like it's not. A, it's not really a thing anymore. It's not really a thing that has rights. It wasn't really a thing that has rights to begin with. Yeah, you know. Um. Next one, Nicholas Cruz. He's a Parkland shooter. He was on clonidine. That's an ADHD drug. Uh, the stimulant Focaline XR and the antipsychotic Risperidol. Yeah, that's a that sounds like a lot of drugs. Yeah, he was on a lot of shit. He was that guy was fucking out of his mind, dude. I'll tell you what causes mass shooters. There's one thing that America has <clears throat> that every other country doesn't. What's that? The American government. Ah, good. I'm I'm, I'm glad you went there. <laughs> that's yeah, that's true. There's and- so many political angles behind every mass shooting. Mm-hmm. That I mean, the Stephen Paddock clearly CIA operative. Oh, dude, in, clearly. In, have you seen the new files that came out and with Stephen the trans, Paddock? No, there was like there was new files that um, I don't remember the name of the guy that got him, but he was putting him on Twitter, and there are all these new things about how um, what Stephen Paddock's uh, relationship with the CIA, like it goes pretty fucking deep, and they had whole pages that were were redacted. the The Stephen Paddock one is so insane. I know we did an episode on Stephen Paddock, but I want to. I want to get back into that one again because it's, because it was the the episode we did was just on the Vegas shooter. I mean the the, the Vegas situation. I and then you you hear about I forgot the specific examples because again I've tried to erase my memory of all this stuff so I don't worry about it. We're gonna we're gonna it's crazy, but yes, this podcast is bad for my mental health. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you guys are bad influences, but I'm my willpower is too strong. 
nothing can defeat me. There's <laughs> all these mass shooters that are like living at their mom's house that have like thousands of dollars worth of guns and ammunition. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that was fucking given to them by the CIA. 100%. There's a place mm -hmm. in New Mexico where they're training uh, school shooters. Do you remember that when that happened? No. They were, they busted a fucking compound where they were training kids to do school shootings. What? Yeah. What? We, we did this on an on a older episode. I don't know. I think public schools have something to do with it. Yeah. How it, many of these schools are like private schools? Um, the, the, the trans shooter that was in, um, that was in a private school. That was, at I a mean, private school? it was also a woman. Yeah. The thought of a school shooting sounds fun. If mm -hmm. I was in that position, mm -hmm. like I've definitely mm -hmm. fantasized about shooting up schools <laughs> a lot, <laughs> but the reason I wouldn't do it is because I have a lot of friends and a lot of people care about me mm -hmm. and I, they would all be ashamed of ever associating with me. Mm -hmm. Definitely wouldn't want that to happen. And I get late all the time, so I don't really want to do that. Yeah. But if I had grown up without ever having friends or ever having any female attention, who knows what kind of monster I could have become. I'd, I mean, if I was like them, I would, I would bring a gun because I'd be like, look at how cool my gun is because guns are cool. I don't know if I'd shoot somebody. You'd you, you like, hey, just check this out. Oh, and Oops. then you'd shoot him. Yeah, oh, look, I guess That's I got... you would do. And then someone's like, hey, what happened? You, you shoot that guy too? And you and there's like some guy just walking by. He's like, oh, and you then you shoot him. Blading <laughs> yeah, so, so that, that when you shoot, when you kill three people or you shoot three people, that's a mass shooter. So that it's that easy to become a mass shooter. Yeah. It's not that easy. It's only three uh, people. Three people? There's yeah. mass shootings in Chicago every day. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. So what's but the they're, difference? they're not considered mass shootings if they're gang shootings. Oh, yeah, that's true. Also, also, I just want to say real quick, I don't think we need to worry about gang violence mm -hmm. because no. gangsters don't shoot innocent people. Well, mm. sometimes they do. Not intentionally. Mm. They go after rival gangs mm -hmm. or people that owe money. They don't... Gangs, gang shootings are not innocent people dying mm -hmm. usually. For the most part. That's why a white kid with a gun is actually more dangerous than a black kid with a gun. Amen. Haven't you seen that movie Hardball where they, uh, with the gang shot um, uh, Baby G? What was that movie with, uh, um, what's his name from, from Matrix? I can't think of, think of his name right now. What, was he white? Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Remember that, that baseball movie that Keanu Reeves did where he was in Chicago and the fucking little boy got shot? And he died. No, but mm. he's innocent. But Dylan Klebold and Eric Harris dressed up like Neo from the they Matrix did. to do that shooting. What a great movie! Not not. They were, like, the <laughs> they were like, we're in a simulation. Yeah, yeah they the were Matrix, in the merch. The Matrix is just an allegory for school shootings. That's, yeah. that's what it is. There's so many allegories from that from that movie. Yeah, it's mostly school shootings. Though. Yeah, yeah, because they take you take the you take the blue pill, red pill. That's just pharmaceutical SSRIs. Yeah. And no matter no matter what, you're you're rather gonna be working behind a desk the rest of your life, or, or you get you, shit or, done, or you get to shoot people in an imaginary world. Mm -hmm. That's what the Matrix is about. It's not about any other fucking shit. Damn, they're onto something. Okay, it's not whatever. Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold. All, yeah. all the school shooters were right, and none of us are actually <laughs> real. <laughs> we're all just NPCs, and they were the only real ones. It's just a matter of time before we die in a mass shooting. <laughs> 
Really? Uh, the, the next person on we the don't list. hang out at enough schools. We should, yeah, yeah. We should we should do the show from a school next time. <laughs> I dare you to come and shoot us like a school assembly. Well, well you, you know how they have like bait cars. Yeah, yeah. you can just have like a bait podcast. <laughs> just like hang out. Yeah. start setting a podcast studio. Here we are <laughs> live from the playground. Hey, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's your name? 42? Where are you from? <laughs> what grade are you in? If you shoot one of the hosts, you get a free T-shirt. Jesus Christ. Well, you're the fucking reason this country's going down the drain. <laughs> James Holmes was uh, the next one on the list. He's the Colorado movie theater shooter. He was on anti-anxiety drugs, uh, clonazepam, uh, the anti-depressant. Oh yeah, I'd I'd commit a mass shooting on clonazepam. That's like Xanax. <laughs> like if you could if you could pick the one, like that's the one. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. Because well, Xanax is literally okay. Xanax is designed to turn you into a sociopath. Really? That is what a benzodiazepine does. It makes you not care. It's it's prescribed for panic attacks. Mm-hmm. What is a panic attack? It's when you are overly anxious about a situation, mm-hmm. uh, analyzing things too much. You're having an existential crisis. You're worried what these people think. You're worried about your health. You're, Xanax makes none of that matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When nothing matters, you are free to do commit atrocities. I've been on Xanax before and shoplifted right in front of the workers. Mm-hmm. And then came back 30 minutes later to buy something else. Yeah. And then they started screaming at me. I've done that multiple times. You're like, you're like this, these shoes are um, actually a size 11. Do you have this in my size? I only ever stole candy. Mm. Only ever stole candy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Xanax makes, makes sweets the best thing ever. Hmm. Like that was, when I was like a raging alcoholic in college. Yeah. I would... After like a, a while of binge drinking, usually on like a Sunday. It's a good day. Well, the plan was just take a bunch of Xanax and then just get, I would get like four different beverages, <laughs> three bags of candy, and then like an ice cream pint to finish it off. Yeah. And then just sit and watch shows. It sounds mm. great. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah, um, Xanax is so much fun. It feels great. That's, that sounds fun. Which <laughs> is why you shouldn't do it. <laughs> Uh, the other, he was on an antidepressant, sertraline. I used to go into Sprouts. I would take Xanax to prep. This was like a, a ritual for me. Mm. This was like a plan <laughs> I had. Like, I'm going to go into Sprouts on Xanax today. And I would just sit by the bulk bins and then just scoop out the chocolates and eat them. <laughs> yeah. And the whole game was see how long I can do this before, before I get kicked out. Yeah, <laughs> You can go a pretty long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I never thought about I've I've thought about doing that, but I can't believe you really did it. That's funny. All right, I guess Xanax and stealing candy is not as bad as Xanax and shooting up a school. But yeah, you can see how there's a you're pulling similar threads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's extreme versions of it, and then there's your version of it, where you're like, I'm just stealing candy. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? I never I've never hurt an innocent person though. I don't I don't understand that line of thinking. No, that's not hurting anybody. Um. But but there is like you're not hurting anybody, but you're just like there's also well I'm not hurting anybody, you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm just yeah. There's 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 that. They're not real. They're not real people. <laughs> They're not real candies. So who cares? Candies don't have souls to save or rights. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna eat them. Fuck them. Frightening me, he says. Lanza's father, Shady Hook, he put it in quotes. And Holmes' father are both involved in the Liber scandal. I'm not too familiar with that one, but we are going to talk about Adam Lanza because he's on the next one on the list. Dude, we're going to get sued for a billion dollars. No, well, 
Okay, <laughs> um, disclaimer: all of these things actually happened. Adam Lanza. This, well, <laughs> yeah, you you can't like this is all this is all. Um, I don't know. I just I'm gonna make up a reason why you can't sue us because you can't. Yeah, this is all. This is parody. I, well, I'm I, obviously a comedian. Yeah, I deny, so everything I say is a joke, and I deny the legal system. I don't. I don't acknowledge <laughs> that it's real. So you can't sue me. I'm you're I'm like a one of those. Citizen. You're like one of those trucks that says "not responsible for falling rocks." <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Well, since you have the fucking sign, that's me. I, I, I put a sign up, but I'm not responsible. That's right. So Adam, it's Lanza, like me getting having a shirt that's not responsible for me punching you in the face. <laughs> Dude, that's that's the next merch right there. Yeah. Okay. Um. So Adam Lanza, he was one of the school shooters at uh, Sandy Hook. He was allegedly on Selexa and Lexapro. The office of the, the uh, Connecticut medical examiner has refused to release the medical records. Paul Fox, Lanza's psychiatrist, destroyed all records he had on his treatment of Lanza. He destroyed He them. destroyed it. Okay, that, that doesn't seem legal. Only no, half, he went to jail for it. I just got to point out. He was oh, also banging a, a, an underage girl, I, I think. Very nice. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I just got to point out, only two or three of the names you've said so far are taking SSRIs. Okay. Two of them were not. Well, uh, I, I didn't say, uh, well, James Holmes was on Zoloft also, which is an SSRI. Okay, yes, it is. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I skipped over because I, I was like, yeah, where did it get? But, um, yeah, Adam Lanza, he was on a kind of like a cocktail of, of but different drugs. The thing is, you can tell that these guys are on SSRIs when mm. you look at a picture of them. When you look at a picture <laughs> of them and you're like, that's a fucking ugly, weird-looking dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That guy's going to be depressed. Yeah, because he doesn't have friends and he's not getting laid. Mm -hmm. Right, it, it all comes in this package, the whole scooter yeah. school shooter incel package. Yeah, yeah. There's no one really good looking who's. Oh wait a minute, who was the who was the dude who did the fucking Facebook thing? Uh, the Asian guy was he Asian? Was well, well, there were there was the guy who was very Asian looking, and then there there was a guy. I don't even want to say he was Asian. He might have been like. Latino or something. Yeah. He, he was mixed. Mm -hmm. He was like a Keanu Reeves type of thing, but he was pretty good looking. But he did a like Facebook Live thing. Oh, is that the uh, like, Christchurch shooting? I want to say he had like a white car, and he's just like Elliot Roger. Was that him? He's like I'm on my like I'm on my way to go fucking fuck these motherfuckers up, and then he did it. And I was like, and that was the first thing I thought. I was like, he's he's kinda, he did it. He's too good looking to be fucking killing people. Well, Elliot Roger shot up UCSB, and he had a manifesto on YouTube. He shot. People that I was friends with. He put oh, two wow. of my friends in the hospital. That, I think that's the guy. He was good looking. But his whole thing too, if you want, I read his whole manifesto because mm -hmm. it hit real close to home. Literally, mm -hmm. he hit close to my home where I lived in Santa Barbara. He shot up a bunch of places where I frequented. He shot two of my friends. Mm -hmm. I read his whole manifesto. Mm -hmm. I watched all of his YouTube videos to try to understand why someone would do this. And it's because he wasn't getting laid. Hmm. Interesting. But not just because he wasn't getting laid. He wasn't trying to get laid. Yeah. He wasn't. How do you not get up. laid in Santa Barbara? I lived there exactly. for a couple of years. Everyone gets laid there. No so matter how is, ugly you are. His manifesto was like 60 pages long. Oh, and only once does he mention probably the easiest place to get laid in, in the world. If you're 19 years old is Santa Barbara. Go to, <laughs> yeah. Go to Isla Vista on a weekend. You're getting laid. hundred percent. Go out to DP. Easy, easy pickings. So Halloween, I think this was this this the Halloween that he was writing about was the same Halloween where I dressed up as Walt Jr. from Breaking Bad. 
And I, so you got that. So not, you, you I got, pretended to be retarded you the got entire that, day. You got that and pity night. pussy. That's congratulations. <laughs> I was just rocking back. I'm and proud forth. of you. I'm proud of you for that. That's <laughs> that's, so that's multiple. That's like Andy Dufresne level of thinking. Do right you there. have pictures of this? Because I want to see oh, this yeah. now. Holy oh, yeah. shit! You gotta send it to me. Nice. Amazing. <laughs> I think I was just showing someone the other day. I think I may have screenshotted it, but, <laughs> but, uh, dude, I was pretending to be retarded. I would go up to, I would go up to a, like the hottest girl and I'd be like, can I get you a drink? <laughs> and she would be like, um, sure. And then I would, as I would walk away, I would hear the thing was, I was not good looking at that time. And yeah. I was just, I looked like a school shooter. Yeah. And, oh, interesting <laughs> so so if you so if, if you if like you're a school see, shooter and you're ugly if you act retarded it kind of neutralizes well yeah that's why kids the, go trans <laughs> interesting okay you know what because now they're special yeah yes yes they're, now there's something now you have a personality they reverse uno the system yeah you can't be re retarded and hot like you could be trans and hot uh no. you could be retarded and hot ask any girl i've ever dated <laughs> <laughs> i'll go ahead and go on about the the manifesto though so he only mentioned once on Halloween in Isla Vista that he was like, I was out all night at a party, but I still couldn't work up the courage to talk to a girl. That's the mm. only time he mentions it. He was expecting women to come talk to him. Yeah. Mm. And that's why he didn't get laid. If he would have just tried. And I just remember yeah. thinking like, damn, dude, if I just met him, if I just met him a few days earlier, I could have prevented all this. See, this is what it's happened. True. This is the... Because uh, I... I talked a lot of school shooters out of it, mm -hmm. and yeah. all, like nerd incel kids. Yeah, they, they I would just be like, "Dude, just go hit on every it. girl. Just go talk to them. Yeah, just yeah. play the odds, and you'll." You, this is. I had this roommate named Jeremy, which is the nerdiest name ever, and <laughs> and just like the Pearl Jam song, Jeremy was a school shooter. Yep. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh shit. Well, he was he wasn't a school shooter. He was a nice kid. Well, he but, shot himself in front of his class. Yeah. Which is technically a school, but it's, that's a, that's a, that's kind of a ballsy move. Though. This is before Columbine. Like, like, I, I would get home after a night of partying out in college at like three a.m. Yeah. And he would be in his room like, all right, I'll meet you back around the castle. Like he was just he was just playing like World of Warcraft. That's Oof. all he did. He just stayed in his room. Mm -hmm. And then one night I just got, I came home drunk and I was just like, listen, you got to go out and and then. I don't know. That was that was the only time I ever talked to him. Really, I just, yeah. He he was a roommate, but I, he had his own private. And then I saw him years later, and he was out at a party. He's like, Eli, I took your advice. My life's awesome now. And I was like, this Fuck amazing. yeah, dude. This amazing. is what we, this is how we're gonna solve the school shooter problem. We got to put an Eli in every fucking dorm room. <laughs> just be like, I don't have time for that. Well, a different version we're, of you. Yeah, we got to yeah. train Elis to go around and just tell these people to go get pussy. You no, gotta, you gotta go out there I and take my, it. I need more clips to blow up. Let, let, me, let, <laughs> yeah. let me pitch yeah. something to you, okay? You you go to whatever network did the show, The Pickup Artist, and they're gonna revamp it, except you're the pickup artist, and what you do, instead of being like, I have silk shirts and I'm skeezy, it's like, you're like, I'm gonna get dudes fucking laid so they don't become school shooters. Yeah. And you go to college campuses and you just work dudes up because people love that shit, and you'd be like, look, do you need... You need to fucking go over there. Quit being a little bitch. You 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 can't come back here. If you come back here, I'll punch you in the face. You have to go yes. over to that girl, and you need to say hello to her, and you need to look her in the eyes, and you need to fucking just go. And then at the end of the episode, dude gets laid. His life's measurably it's, it, better. It's you just taking his guns Give him out of Jordan his hands. Peterson's twelve rules to life. Yeah, you like clean your room because no one wants to get fucked it's, in a dirty room. And then, and then, and then, dude, that is that's a feel good show. Anyone mm -hmm. can get into that. 
you can do it with women. You can do it with trans kids. You can do it anyone of any yeah. color, any background. Yeah. Because incels are all color. It, or, a lot of these guys probably don't know how to treat a woman, though. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's a whole. That's a whole other. That's their. Yeah. <laughs> that's their problem. I, you're just. You're just getting that barrier of entry out of the way. That's what I'm saying. It's you, gonna be a whole. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Domestic abuse is better than school shootings. <laughs> we can agree on that. We, yeah. It is. It's a lot better. That's, yeah. That's incredible. There's They're, more of it than school shootings, but I, yeah, I, I, as it should be. One is more. Uh, I domestic don't know. abuse is natural. Yeah. It just. Yeah. It's, it just it's been happens. this is beginning of time. You don't just happen to shoot up a school. Like, yeah. You don't write a manifesto before you beat up your wife. I'm just thinking about the book cover when you do write this book. Because you're going to have to write a book. And it's just you with your arms crossed. And it's going to say how to stop a school shooter. And it's just going to be you. That's amazing. That's a good idea. I'm going to do a bit on this very soon. Yeah. This has inspired me. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was funny because I saw... What's what's the name of that comedian, that gay comedian that came on your show that was talking about doing the, the, uh, the musical about prison? Oh, Colton Dowling. Yeah, I saw him the other day at, at Creek in the Cave, and I was talking to him about it. And he's like, "I forgot about that," and he, he put it. In, he put it in his set. He's like, "Dude," he came up, uh, came up to me afterwards. He's like, "I forgot about that. Thanks for reminding me about that." I was like, "That's kind of cool." Yeah, yeah. Here's something I've never heard anyone say: If you see a comedian, remind them of a joke they said a long time ago. Yeah, he's so funny. I did that at George Perez once. Yeah, he had a joke. Uh, you ever do so much coke, your key goes numb? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, bro, I forgot about that. I'm going to do that tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool when you see it on stage. Being reminded of your own joke is nice. Yeah. That. Yeah, that, Yeah. that is Because that we true. write so many, we forget them. Yeah. Yeah, or you, yeah. And you yeah. get tired of the ones that you've been doing. I Like a long like a long time ago, I saw Dom Irera at the original Cobbs Comedy Club, like in Whoa. 2001 or something. And he did his whole set, and then people started yelling the names of bits at him. Oh, and he's like, uh, "I don't know if I want to fucking do that." Everyone's like, "Come on, dude!" And the and he's like, "All right, fine, fuck it." And he started doing all these. He just started when taking requests for bits, and he just did that for an extra thirty minutes or something like that, and it was amazing. But yeah. I'm sure he fucking completely forgot about half that shit. They were like, "Where did you hear this?" I'm fucking yeah, Comedy Central. Okay, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Whatever you guys paid. Let me, let, let me finish this one about Adam Lanza. So. um there's a rap. There's a pretty wild rabbit hole before we move on for this about Adam Lanza, mm-hmm. and it gets fucking deep. And I might do an episode about it next week. So, uh, why would they destroy all these records? Why is there no pictures of Adam Lanza at the school, like with the gun? You know, they always have a picture of um, of like the school shooter, like walking around with the gun in in the hallways. Those, those pictures don't exist of Adam Lanza. Maybe there's no cameras in the hallway. <laughs> there's got to be. Come on, it's not even that old. That wasn't even that long ago. Yeah. Um. Is and, and there there is a conspiracy theory about Adam Lanza being a deep fake that they they there's like he doesn't really exist. Dude, it, nothing's real, man. Dude, it's not Everything real. It was it was like it was a Boston Dynamics robot with like a gun for a head killing people, and then they took the footage and just overlaid uh, an incel guy. Over well, yeah, there, there's All no right, pictures of him. Theory. Wait, but there's no pictures of him with his mom at, at a younger age. I got a I got a conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden. Kamala Harris, the entire, everyone in Congress, mm. none of them exist. <laughs> it's all just one guy on a computer. Interesting. And that guy is a reptile. Oh, shit. Okay. okay. <laughs> have you ever seen any of them in real life? I have not. Never. Do you know anyone who has? No. No. They're not real, dude. Not real. Fuck. Confirmed. I, it's seriously, like, they're... they're. That's possible. Yeah. That's entirely possible. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Last name on this list was what we talked about earlier was 
uh, Aiden Hale, who was the transgender shooter. She, um, so they haven't released what she had in her, like what drugs she had. I don't know if they'll ever release that. I know what she didn't have in her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A dick. Um, they, so her, ah, <laughs> uh, damn it. I thought that was going to, I thought that was going to hit. That was, Whatever. That, was, that was the joke. <laughs> I, I, have you heard my new rap album? I have not. <laughs> no, no. We're, we're, I have a song on there and it goes. Dick and a gun, dick and a gun. <laughs> Everyone you meet got a dick and a gun. Dick and a gun, oh, dick and a gun. Everyone you meet got a dick and a gun. I've heard when you did this on that, That's going on the soundboard, by the yeah. way. <laughs> it, is, it is the most politically relevant song, and uh, it's actually a really good song. You'll like it. it, it just, I, I saw when you did that is on this, Instagram. Is this recorded yet? Yeah, it's, it's on Spotify. It's on YouTube. It's on everywhere. Yo, have your dick and a gun by Brody Lowballer. Can I, do I have your permission to use it on my show? Absolutely. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you very much. I'm going to make note of that. So uh, they haven't released what drugs she was on, but her parents mentioned that she was on a mixture of drugs and that she was under doctor's care for emotional disorder, which would, so we don't know, but you, you know, it was like kind of antidepressants and stuff like that. So we, that's kind of speculative. We don't know for sure about her situation, but she was fucked up somehow or some way, but yeah. So, I know we're running a little late on this one. How, how long have we been going? I have no idea. I don't know. We, uh, let me check. Uh, we've been going uh, just under an hour and a half. Okay. But, but let me ask you something. Like, the, but what about the amount of people, because this, this, is, this is me being the devil's advocate. What about the amount of people who don't commit these things that are on all of these things? So, it's like 12, yeah, which per, is 12% way of more. the population yeah. is on them. And only what percentage of those people are actually going around shooting people mm-hmm. of that 12%. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a, a whole lot more. So the pharmaceutical Millions companies could, like, rebut and be like, yeah, it's a tiny amount. But, you know, it, it, but what about the amount of people who consume alcohol? That's probably more than 12%. And how many of those people are crashing into shit, yeah. having DUIs, getting in drunken fistfights, mm-hmm. breaking shit? Probably a lot higher. Yeah. School shootings weren't a thing 25 could, years ago. Could you ago. imagine every time you took a fucking drunken piss, it goes in the water supply and can't be filtered out, and everyone just gets a little drunker every year? Mm. I have three public urination tickets for taking drunken pisses in public. Three? three. And that's, I'm not a sex offender. Yeah. Okay, that's good. You should actually get an award for that's that. That's nice. Get a key to the city of How Austin did you know you were by a, a fucking public school? That's pretty good. Or, or yeah, elementary school. like an school. app that says, Am I near a public school? Yeah. Can I piss in yeah. public? safely <laughs> that was something that went on in my head yeah i was i was drunk enough to pee the second time i was just in the middle of the street <laughs> and a cop pulled up this was in santa barbara <laughs> and he goes eli get out of the street he fucking oh, knew me fuck. <laughs> all the cops knew me because i got arrested for i believe that because santa barbara is such a small town like mm-hmm. yeah if, if you isla vista is yeah i lived in isla oh, vista is even smaller it's just <laughs> You, you lucked out, dude. I went to a fucking... I got arrested at a party in Isla Vista, and it was... Well, it was the foot patrol, which isn't the police. Yeah, they're still the police. It, well, they have, like... There's, like, weird laws there where, like, they basically... It's, like, martial... They, it's technically martial law in Isla Vista. They, they can go in your They searched me unconstitutionally. Yeah, they did the did same they, thing to me. They arrested me. They beat the fuck out of me, and I wasn't resisting at all. Yeah. And, yeah, and then the house party that I was at, they went in there and searched everything. Super illegal. But in Isla Vista, it's like fine. Yeah. Which I guess is, I don't know, that's fair. It's pure chaos there. I remember there was a weed plant while I was at my friend's house. He had a weed plant just growing in the backyard. And Sick. a cop walks back here and she's like, 
<laughs> is that yours? And my friend was like, yeah. And she's like, put it inside. And that was it. Okay. Put it inside. Put it inside. I, maybe things have turned around. That's not there. how plants grow, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, they need sunlight or maybe a grow light. Unless they're called Indo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so so basically to wrap this up, uh, the, I think these drugs are causing... Like, it, it's not the only thing causing school shooters. It's not the only thing that's causing the sickness in our heads, but it, it's definitely part of it. And I, and I think we had a really good conversation about weaning off of them and like not not depending on them which was i i didn't expect to get this type of conversation out, out, out of all of us mostly eli it's pretty really good stuff but yeah um did you want to you want to plug anything before we get out of here i want to plug my butt there you go <laughs> no uh follow subscribe to my youtube brody lowballer b-r-o-d-y that's also the name on spotify and apple music and everything where my rap albums are i just dropped my third rap album called knife man and then follow me on instagram at cricket lord mma <laughs> <laughs> knife man i love that that's such a good <laughs> uh yeah what's going on on skeleton factory uh, I just finished up my uh, the the second part of my friend my conversation with Frank Sturgis about the top ten greatest revenge films of all time, and uh, a new episode is coming up on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Skeleton Factory, where I will review the uh, uh, the French film High Tension and a uh, a fun comedy horror film called There's Nothing Out There from 1991. And uh, and that's it. And I'm on Instagram at skeleton underscore factory, and I'm on Twitter at SF Podcast ATX. Nice, yeah. Um, and of course, always follow us on Instagram con underscore men underscore podcast. YouTube, our numbers are we're, we're almost at a thousand subscribers. So like, let's keep doing that. Uh, but let's keep building this YouTube channel. Also, uh, the food the food show. It, that one's starting to blow up. Uh, I've, I've been showing a lot of people MKO treats. Like it's it's blowing up. I've only put out one episode. I'm working on a new one. Um, so l- search for us on YouTube. We're only on YouTube. Um, we might put it on Rumble. I don't think we need to. There's no bad words. So search MKO treats, and you'll learn how to how to cook and learn about conspiracy theories. It's fun. Uh, also, we're on Rumble. Uh, we're on uh, what what else? Rockfin, Odyssey. Um, you can find us all on. You can find us on audio everywhere, and then go go find our um, our, our, our Shopify. We have all our merch up there. So yeah, it, it's all gonna be in in the show notes. But yeah, we will see you guys uh, next week. Thanks for hanging out. Bye bye. My hoes pay attention because I heard them like cattle, but I don't hurt them with my hand. I choose to use my words carefully because I'm a man. Now listen close to what Brody got to say. I'm just donating game, but I'm hoping you pay.